Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to Top 5 with Bobby. I am your host, Bobby. And this is a little mini series where I go through my top five favorite songs by my top five favorite artists, starting with, of course, Ariana Grande. I am joined today by a very special guest, someone I've known for, I don't even know how many years, so many years. Long a long, long time. Long time. <laughs> I'm joined by Ryan Sandy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Top 5 with Bobby. We're doing this over Anchor and FaceTiming, so it's like it feels like we're having a face-to-face conversation, even though we are in different parts of the country. Haven't seen each- Actually, we saw each other at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, before the pandemic, because mm-hmm. while well, it was right around Christmas, right? Yeah. Holiday time. Yep. I was probably home. Uh, and then the world ended. The world ended is, shortly uh, afterwards, but we're still keeping on. So today we are talking about the world ending. Uh, relates to this song a lot. It's "One Last Time" by Ariana Grande, an amazing, amazing, amazing song from her second album, "My Everything." My favorite album of hers. I hate slash love Honestly, to say it. I. It's so hard for me to rate albums by artists I love because I'm I'm so wishy-washy, but th- my everything has always been... I mean, I think Sweetener's my favorite, but I would rate Ooh. this up there at least next to it or with it. I love it so much. It's a very dramatic album. Yeah, I love this album. This was the album that introduced me to her, so it's very nostalgic. And plus, it's just like hit after mm-hmm. hit after hit. Um, this was... So we're talking about One Last Time. Um, like Ryan said, it definitely is a good song for the end of the world because, well, we'll get into the video in a second. Um, A few fun (laughs) facts about the song. It was the fifth and final single from My Everything. It debuted number 13 on Billboard. Um, It was written by David Guetta, Sivan, a whole slew of people. Um, It's an amazing song. It was actually, it might still be my favorite song on that album. Um, I loved it from the beginning. I... I was just always very drawn to her, like, not almost bad girl persona. Um, And this song is very much like, Mm -hmm. I did wrong by you type thing. Um, That's what I love about the whole album. She kind of broke away from, I mean, she, her first album was her her very herself, but I I like with this album that she did kind of, she did a little bit of growing up, you know, we got sexy, we got this song where she's, you know, probably didn't happen in real life, but she's had this situation where, like, yes, I cheated on a dude. She's She wasn't afraid to take risks with this album, which I think kind of launched her career. Oh, absolutely. And she even has songs on here that weren't singles, like Hands On Me, like, so sexual. Oh, She yeah. literally says, naughty thing, but I like that long. Like, she was, like, mm-hmm. nineteen twenty, And, yeah, this was definitely her breakthrough album. Um, this song, I don't think, I don't remember it being, like, that huge to like non-fans like as a radio hit i don't really you hear it now yeah. on the radio definitely you hear it now a lot on the radio but or like in like retail like places play it all the time because it yeah i mean it's everyone knows the song yeah and especially it took on a whole new life after manchester um she mm-hmm. so she made um i guess when i guess that would have been like two years after this song came out because it was after the dangerous woman tour when manchester happened yeah. like at the end of it this... my everything came out what year let's see Jeremy. 2014 
like yeah, September, I think. So yeah, or July, or yeah. Um, and then okay, so then a couple years later, after the incident in Manchester, she re-released this song because um, it kind of took on a whole new meaning, which Ryan and I were talking about before. I found it kind of funny because. The song doesn't straight up say I cheated on a guy, but it definitely implies she says I was a liar. I gave into the fire. She did something wrong. Um, and the song right. is very much about like, I just I don't care that you're with someone new. I don't care that I can't be that. Just hold me for one more night or whatever for one more night, you know? Yeah. And especially like when it comes to like the tragedy in Manchester, you know, and the, and these fans that she's you know, done so much for and come back to be strong for. It's like, what would you do if you had that one last moment? And like, you know, some of those families, they had their one last moment and they didn't know it was going to be. So I think, I don't know, in a weird way, it does relate back to tragedy in a sense of like, you know, one last time, like, let me be there for you. Let me be the one to hold you, whatever that may be. And I think that's why it became so important in that sense. And you watched the music video before we did this. And mm-hmm. also, there, it's the end. Of, it's the apocalypse. It's the pink and purple right. cloud apocalypse, of course. The pink and purple apocalypse. It's like Taylor Swift's lover came to end the world. But um, no, I, I love the video. It's so funny. And it's very um, it's it's very homemade. It reminded me of like Cloverfield, actually. Yes. You know, yes. you've got that like that one camera just following her around and it starts and she's in the car and they're listening to the radio about the comments impending and she gets out of the car and you hear a voice go, Ariana, no. And she's like, she looks at <laughs> her ponytail flips in the wind. She's like, I'm going. The acting is so good. She's just like, no, I'm going. And she runs and she just starts running through buildings and running through families' apartments and you see all kinds of different people like in their end of the world state like you see a family huddled together which honestly evokes manchester for me you see an old man who looks kind of like one of those like crazy doomsday preppers who's like, he, like got all the computer screens yeah and he's like trying to chase them and then you know she's singing the song and then it ends on a shot of her and her lover matt on the bennett rooftop victoria <laughs> yeah uh matt bennett um on the rooftop just uh kind of embracing each other even though they know, you know, the world's ending. Like, I think there was a time that said, like, less than a minute left. And she just kind of wants to hold him. Um, and so that's what she does. And then you assume that, you know, the world has exploded. So high drama. But, high drama, but... I mean, it makes sense. And it does, like, it does set her up for using this song for Manchester. Because I, I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking, like, it's a weird song choice. Her fans must have chosen it because... But, like... It is like the video was very apocalypsy when she performed it on the honeymoon tour. She had like the intro music, like dun 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 dun, dun, dun. and um, mm-hmm. so yeah. I think rather than this being a song about infidelity or just like some, it, it can be, but I think it definitely is way deeper than that. And you can apply yeah, it to many aspects, especially for twenty twenty as well. Like the world is shit and. So let's just like Literally. hang out one last. Well, and all the YouTube comments were like, "Haha, this is 2020," and it's like that's funny. It's just I don't know. It's crazy to watch how all kinds of songs, you know, like it was released in 2014, but can take on different meanings and and gain different meanings over the years. Like it's been six years, and I think I definitely like I love the song the same as I do when it came out, but I think I view it in a different context now. Yeah, I totally do too. <laughs> A different lens of my own and maturity of my own that has changed. Wow. Very well said. 
Um, also, I was watching the performance of her singing it at One Love Manchester, which was beautiful. Um, but she had all the guests behind her when she sang that song. And it's funny to watch <laughs> who knew the words and who didn't. <laughs> because, like, obviously, <laughs> like, Victoria and Mac Miller, they all knew the words. But, like, Miley and Katie were there. And they were just, like, dancing, smiling. I'm like, you guys don't even know this song. Like, I love her. it's a really, like, so I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> But yeah, I have always loved this song. It definitely is way more powerful to listen to now because it reminds me more of the Manchester. Also, sorry if you guys can hear someone literally drilling upstairs. <laughs> I'm in my new apartment and it's loud always. Um, there's a family of elephants that lives above me that does a lot of drilling. That's how I found my place too. They're always like dropping and rolling things. I'm like, it sounds like you're bowling up there. It literally does, which is probably how I sound walking around here, but whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, we pretty much hit all of that very quickly. Like, you know. Yeah. Should we go through the lyrics? Ooh, we should go through the lyrics. So... It starts with, I was a liar, I gave into the fire. Um, I know I should have fought it, at least I'm being honest, which to me did always imply infidelity, but also it could just be about right. like doing something shady. Right, there's a lot of things you can lie about in the relationship that don't necessarily equate to cheating. Still bad, yeah. but like, I don't know, I, I like that there's a vagueness there that I, I think the intention was cheating, but I like that you know as someone who has had relationship issues there's other ways i can relate to it too it's not just like mm -hmm. you know yeah i totally agree because i never personally related to like i cheated on some one thing but yeah i have like there's definitely been times when i like regret doing something to a loved one and then you're like there is totally. that sense of well if we move like read on the lyrics it's feel like a failure i know i failed you i should have done you better because you don't want to liar so she lied about something mm -hmm. and... i also love one thing i really love about this song is like the rhyme scheme like when she rhymes failure with failed yeah like i just i don't know that's funny and then there's one in the second verse i'll bring up when we get to it that i just love like the whoever wrote those lines the rhyme scheme is very fun to me it is liar and fire i like that because it's like liar liar pants on fire like that's the obvious mm -hmm. choice but it's I gave it to, oh, it's super cool. Um, I know, I know, she gives she gives you everything, but boy, I couldn't give it to you. And I know that you got everything, but I got nothing here without you. What do you take from that? So I, I, will, I think there's definitely two ways to think about it. It's, I think it's either, because I think when I think about like a, a relationship breaking down, I think there's definitely both sides to it. Um, even though, you know, she's saying, I lied, I messed up. I think that there's also probably blame on the other side as well. So when, when I think about like, you know, I know, I know she gives you everything. It's kind of like, well, it sounds like he moved on pretty fast. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Was, was this, was this she that she talks about a factor while they were still together? Like was, was this someone that he had been kind of pining for while she was messing up on her own? I've always thought about it that way. Cause it's, I don't, it's again, it's kind of vague in the lyrics. It's not like, definitely saying and I, I think they're together now either way whether it was a thing before or not but I'll, I also wonder like like what, what does that mean that she gives you everything like what's what's the big difference between the relationships yeah and yeah, that's why it's also kind of up for interpretation because I feel like in relationships the thing that you 
look back on and like you know you shouldn't really try to regret things and stuff but like there's always something that you're like I wish I would have done that or I wish I wouldn't have said that or done that Mm -hmm. like and then they move on to the next person and you're like oh that person probably fills in that blank like great right like it's it's all from Ariana's point of view and it's you know I know I know she gives you everything it's like you don't know that you really don't Ariana's point of view (laughs) 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 so then you can read on with the chorus. I feel like we're in class reading like a chapter or something really <laughs> right. important, which we are. All right. So the chorus goes, so one last time, I need to be the one who takes you home. One more time. I promise after that, I'll let you go. Uh, baby, I don't care if you got her in your heart. All I really care is you wake up in my arms. One last time. I need to be the one who takes you home. Ooh. So I think there's definitely also like a bit of a sexual implication here, which I like, you know, it's again, Ariana growing up a little bit, but I don't know that anytime you hear that song takes you home, it's pretty clear what they're hinting Mm -hmm. toward. But I also, with a sense of desperation, um, when it comes with the song, it's kind of a beautiful thing. It's kind of like, you know, I have like this one last moment, this one last second, like I want it to be with you. It, It could be sexual, it could be not, but like, I don't know. And you hear it in the music too. The just the the sounds they use and the the chord progressions they use, it's got this very you can just feel like the the longing that comes with that, especially in the chorus, how it like one last time, like how it builds up. I just love that. It builds like an urgency, but also that desperation that you were talking about. I definitely can relate to that like um mm-hmm. desperation as much as i hate to admit it i can be very desperate <laughs> when i want something someone specifically romantically and you know you find yourself literally being like please i promise after that i'll let you go like that line mm-hmm. is really the one that gets me because i feel like it could be taken in the way of like i know you don't want to but i promise after i'll set you free and you can like go away or i also see it as like i promise i won't mess with you anymore because right. one can assume that if you're dating Ariana Grande, she probably has a chokehold on your balls, you know? Like, <laughs> like I feel like she either has power there or she has none. Yeah, I, I love the, I'll let you go, because it, 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 she's not even insinuating, like, oh, I want to be back together with you. She's saying, like, just give me, like, one more moment and then we can we can move on. We'll We'll let it go. <sighs> All right, second verse. You said you had, there was something in here you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, okay. The lyrics for second verse are, I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. But stay with me a minute. I swear I'll make it worth it. Same thing as before. You know, just, just hang out. I've got something to say. I've got something to do. I've got something to prove. Whatever it may be. That part's very sexual um, to me. The, I swear yeah. I'll make it worth it. Like For sure. Like, come on. I'm sure you will, honey. Yeah. <laughs> And then it moves on to, can't you forgive me, at least just temporarily? I know that this is my fault. I should have been more careful. Um, and that's the rhyme that I'm obsessed with, is rhyming forgive me would temporarily is such like a a weird rhyme that I would never think of myself, but I love it. Like, And it, it's per the, can't you forgive me, at least just at temporarily. Least just temporary. I love it. It just rolls off the tongue. So that's, I don't know. I've it really does. And her voice like makes it so like soft can't you forgive me at least just temporary mm-hmm. like like i love that's that a good she does her own yeah, i like that too. Song. yeah temper because you would normally like temporarily but temporarily right it's almost british temporarily 
Um, and it fits. And then she brings it back to it being her fault. Of course, you know, she messed up. I should have been more careful. But again, like I said, I think she's putting a little too much blame on herself because yeah, I just don't trust him. And I think there's probably blame on the other side too. He obviously moved on way too quickly. Right. I think that's definitely an element. <laughs> so then she goes to the chorus again. And then I think the the rest is pretty much just repetitive. Right, um, repetitive. But she ends with, um, I like the last like chords. It's like, what? It, like, it all ends, <laughs> which is, it's yeah. ending like one last time in E3 and she does it on like um I guess it's a keyboard or stuff like the dings like she has yeah. one word for, and she like sings the notes with those which I it's very like uh, gives me chills this song is beautiful mm-hmm. I, I wish she would have written it she could have but she just was busy <laughs> hey it was early we have to it was early. nobody's perfect but this really um when this album came out in 2014, I thought my shit did not stink. Like, I was, like, I moved to Florida for college. I was, like, I didn't know anything about boys. I thought I did. I was, like, oh, yeah, I'm a bad boy. And this song stuck <laughs> out to me a lot, as well as You Don't Know Me. And then I quickly realized mm-hmm. that I'm not that person. <laughs> and <laughs> quickly humbled. But I know, but it's good to... It's good to have music that makes you feel powerful like that. That's just, I, that speaks power to the music. Exactly. You know? And it's interesting to see, like, as you get older, different songs that can make you feel, you know, like I um, did the episode about Bad Idea, which is very, like, sad, mm-hmm. but it's, it, I don't know. Just all the, it all the ways like the songs a, can change. But yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like that wraps it up. Everyone, give a yeah. big thanks to Ryan. Um Thanks for having yeah, me. Anytime. It was great to talk to you. Uh, we talk often about pop culture stuff, but it's nice to like see <laughs> you and kind of be present yes. from different cities. But everyone, thank you for listening. Listen to One Last Time by Ariana Grande. And your Ariana. life will just be a lot better. Thanks. <laughs>